You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's war time. It's war time. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. We're going to see. We're going to see what God's going to do. Hallelujah. I'm sensing a shifting. Mm. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Come on. You got to be connected and be sensitive to the spirit of God. If he wants something different. Oh, come on here now. Wait till you hear what the Lord told me to tell you this morning. I'll see how much of it I can get out. See, we, we don't know what God going to do. But we know he going to do something. Hmm? Hallelujah. Somebody say what me say. I surrender, Lord. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Luke 5. Luke 5, verses 1 through 11. We still there. We still there. God is speaking. Luke 5 verses 1 through 11. New Living Translation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Let me just read it. I just got to read the word out into the atmosphere. One day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets, stepping into one of the boats. Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds From there, somebody say he taught the crowds. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper. Somebody say go out deeper. And let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all (laughs) last night and didn't catch a thing but if you say so we will <laughs> I'll let the nets down again and this time their nets were so full of fish they began to tear somebody say they began to tear a shout for help brought the partners in the other boat and soon both boats were filled with fish on the verge of sinking When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I'm too much of a sinner to be around you. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. Look at your neighbor and say, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and 
follow Jesus. God's word is already blessed. God told me to tell you from this subject, this time it's going to be different. This time it's going to be different. I want you to agree with me on several things. First of all, that God himself will be pleased, honored, and glorified as a result of the word that shall come forth in this place. That you, the people, will be encouraged, reminded, empowered, and edified. And that the devil will be disappointed and horrified. I want you to lift your hands and say with me, Lord, as your servant has decreed and declared, be it so in your name. Now say this with me. It's go time. Hallelujah. 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 For several, several weeks now, we've been in this passage of scripture and God impressed upon me that he was not done yet. God is speaking to us. Let me, let me pause here. The Lord just brought it to me. I honor God. I honor him. But I also honor Apostle Willie Tauber. I honor Pastor Steve Tauber. I honor all of our pastors and our ministers and to each and every one of you. But we got to move on here. And, and so we're in a world right now. We're in a world where the enemy is stepping up his strategy to try to trick us and keep us from experiencing what God has for us. Anybody hearing me? And, and, and so I began to think about the subjects that were preached, how God picked me, and how we need to be prepared to be launched. And as I thought about those things, and I began to talk to God, and most importantly, God began to talk to me. God began to talk to me about the launching process and the sequence. And as I began to hear God, God began to share with me what had gone on before the fifth chapter of the book of Luke. God began to remind me of the miracles, the signs and the wonders that Jesus had done. God began to remind me of how he had freed people, casting demons out of them. How many know that you're bound when you're demon-possessed? How many know that when the wrong spirit is in you, you cannot fulfill the purpose, the plan, the destiny, and the perfect will of God for your life? Ask me how I know. When the wrong spirit is in you, it will hinder you and prevent you. Not only that, but the wrong voice will speak in your ear. Oh, is anybody hearing me in here? Oh, somebody need to ask me, how, she, how, how do you know? Because I've been there. I remember when I was bound. I remember when the wrong voice was speaking causing me to doubt.
God wanted for me, causing me to doubt the purpose, the plan, and the destiny for my life, causing me to doubt that I was on the right track, walking in the will of God, causing me, come on here now, I know I'm not the only one. God said to me, he, one day he said, you got to get out of your head and stop allowing your analytical mind to override my will. Trying to figure stuff out, trying to substitute something. Come on here now. Trying to, I need to say that I heard your Holy Ghost. Trying to substitute something for the right thing. Come on. Substituting the wrong thing. <laughs> so much so until you get addicted to the wrong thing. Come on here. And, and there were times when I said, no, I won't do it, Pastor Cassandra. And the thing had such a grip in me. Such a hold on me, Brother Larry, until I said no, but it kept pulling me. Anybody hearing me? Until I finally caught the revelation and realized that I had to mean business with God and I had to denounce everything that was not of God. I couldn't play and pat the demon, pat the spirit. Come on here now. I, I, I could not be user friendly with the thing. Because some folk will label you that you have a lack of compassion, that you don't really love because you're supposed to be a Christian. Can I help you out? I love, but I don't go for what God don't go for. Anybody hearing me? And, and so God began to show me something. He began to show me that Pastor Steve in launching that it was a thrusting or a hurling forward. It was a setting in motion. It was an introduction to something different, to something new. I, I, and then God began to talk to me. And he drew my attention to certain passages of scripture. In the fourth verse of the fifth chapter, it says that when he had finished speaking, teaching the people, he looked around at Simon Peter. Now understand, he borrowed the boat. Anybody hear me? He borrowed Peter's boat so that he could teach to the people with more ease because it wasn't comfortable. Y'all heard the message the other week. It wasn't comfortable when he was teaching the people because there were so many people. Understand, his reputation had preceded him. God wants you to understand that your reputation needs to precede you. When we are connected to God, there's a different element, Minister Harley, that is on board. It is a supernatural element. And so he borrowed the boat. And so he looked around. 
version, he said, launch out into the deep. God dealt with me, Apostle Willie, about the deep. God said to me that when you're comfortable, you mess around in a certain area. You don't go no further. Minister Larry, you don't go no further because you're not comfortable going any further. God said that the launching and the proof and the evidence of the launch sequence that has been activated is when he's pulling you into deeper territory, into unfamiliar areas. Anybody hear me? To do something different that you haven't done before. Are you hearing me? And so if you didn't fully obey God before, if you only obeyed him to a certain point, don't play with me. You only obeyed him to a certain point. Because God told me that. God said, I want you to talk to the ones that only went so far and stopped because they got scared. They became afraid. Look at what he said to Simon. He said, let your nets down for a draught. Simon said, but we did it already, Jesus. Have, have you ever, have you ever heard God give you instruction to do something? And you already, you thought you did it already. Is anybody hearing me? You thought you did it all, but I, but I already did it, God. I, I turned my plate down. I, I prayed. I got on the prayer line. I, 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 I got involved and I participated. I, 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 I did what they said to. I, 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 I did it already. I, I went through those motions, God. I, I did. Huh? Have you ever thought you did something? And yet God is telling you to do it again. <laughs> Understand, how many times have we talked ourselves out of something that will result in a personal miraculous experience with God? How many times, how many times have we needed to get out of our head and simply obey God? How many times? How many times? So you already tried it or you already did it. God is saying, do it again. But this time is going to be different. God said this time is going to be different because, because there is something different in his instructions to the way you're going to do it. Go deeper. Get out of the shallow water. Get out of the familiarity. What do I mean? Now I hear, I hear, I hear God. I hear God. God said, I ain't telling nobody to leave your church. Y'all hearing me on the virtual platform? God said he didn't tell anybody to leave. He told you to do it differently. God said that he already has everything in place. And so understand this. He picked the 
fishermen because of their work ethic. Fishermen had an occupation where they needed patience to wait for the results. Because you're throwing out the net for fish. And you got to wait until the fish bite. You got to wait until they get in the net where you can pull them up. Sometimes it would take all day. Notice that fishermen started early in the morning before everybody else could get up. They knew the timing when the fish would be plentiful and ready to be caught. Anybody hearing me? So Jesus picked fishermen because of the work ethic and the experience and the occupation that they were in. They were perfect candidates to become disciples because you need to understand that this is when he was calling them to be his disciples. Somebody say he's calling you to be a disciple. Uh-uh. He's calling me to be a disciple. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to tell somebody else, ain't it? It's easy to, it's easy to give a prophetic word to somebody else, right, Minister Harley? But when God is speaking to you. <laughs> and so understand this, as we move on in the lesson, God is telling us to go further, go deeper, do something different, get something different. I'm convinced that God is pushing us forward. Somebody asked me why. Because souls are at stake. The ones with the titles ain't the only ones that he is called to launch into the deep. You need to hear me. God said he wants you to do it and obey him because this time is going to be different. Now understand this. As they obeyed God, after they had said, we already did it, we did it, and we were all not walking, and we didn't catch a thing. And they looked at him because of his dominion authority. Somebody need to hear me in here. They said, but because you said it, in other words, nevertheless, at your word, because you said do it again, we're going to do it again. Dominion authority in operation. The right to dominate and possess absolute control over everything. That was Jesus. And so as we move on here, you will see that and understand that when they pulled the fish in, it was so many fish that the net broke. Somebody said the net broke. What was the difference? What was the difference in them doing it all night, the night before and not catching anything and doing it now? Somebody said Jesus. Jesus makes the difference. Jesus makes the difference. God spoke to me. I was... I was moving around doing some things and I was singing this song. Your name is worthy. Worthy is your name, Lord. And I'm thinking, worthy is your name in all the earth. And the Lord said to me, understand, I don't tailor fit my word for anybody. And I said, okay, God, did I do something? God said, 
You need to understand, you come up to my word. I don't come down to you. And I said, all right, God, uh, am I being rebuked? Did I, did, I, did I miss something? God said, tell my people. I don't tell her make or tell her fit the word for them. They come up to my word. I don't come down to them. Just because you may not like what my word said don't mean it ain't my word. God said my word is still my word. My word is still truth. My word is still power. My word is still what will deliver you and what will set you free. My word, God said. God said, my word, not your opinion, my word. Not the way you feel, my word. Hallelujah. So I said, what's the difference in them toiling all night and now doing it? And God said to me, proof of the right connection. Proof that they were connected with the right one. Proof. And when you read the word, <laughs> oh God, you'll find out that he said to Simon, when Simon saw it, he was amazed. He was not only amazed, but his, his business partners were amazed. And he looked at Jesus and he said, I'm not even worthy to go with you. Just leave me. I don't need to even deserve to be called by you. Have you ever felt like you didn't deserve to be called by God? But, 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 but Jesus said, but I still want you. I still want to use you. I knew that your human part was going to interfere, but I still want to use you. All I want you to do is surrender to me. All I want you to do is take me at my word. All I want you to do is trust me. God said, I still called you. I still anointed you. I still appointed you. He said, I'm not going to waste my gifts. I'm not going to waste my anointing. If you surrender to me, if you give over to me, I'll set you free so I can use you for my glory. I want you. Still want to use you. You may be confused right now about who you are, but God said I still want to use you. You may underestimate yourself. Maybe somebody said you what one. Somebody might have said you're not worthy. Somebody might have said you ain't changed. You still the same way that you used to be. But God said, 
this cup is going to be different. Look at the last passage. After he told Peter, don't be afraid. And then in the last verse he said, and when they had brought their ships to land, I'm getting ready to close. When they had brought their ships to land, they left everything, everything else to follow him. The ministry that God is calling you to. People don't understand it. Why him? Why her? He's a knucklehead. Oh, come on. Y'all know they talk about us like that. She ain't the one. Y'all know they done said some things about us. Come on, don't act like you don't know they've been talking about you. But y'all know what I always say. Let's give them something to talk about. Oh! Hey, y'all, Bobo Saba, I got to come down for this. Let's give them something to talk about. They want to talk anyway, right? Ha, 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 ha! Oh, I'm going to give you something. <laughs> Let's give them something to talk about. Huh? Let's give them some ammunition. Let's give them some information. Let's obey God with everything that's within us. Let's let them watch the miracles, the signs, and the wonders. You do know that Peter turned out to be one of the greatest apostles in the history of the church. One of the greatest disciples. You do understand that many miracles happened under Peter's ministry. You do understand that. You do understand demons were cast out. People were saved, healed, delivered, and set free. Creative miracles occurred. All because he obeyed. All because he said, nevertheless, at your word. Huh? All because. He didn't say, well, I already tried that. It didn't work. All because. He said, okay, Jesus, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to try. All because the supernatural element of the anointing and the awesome authority of Jesus Christ was involved. Come on here. That's what made the difference. Jesus, somebody say Jesus. Jesus makes the difference this time. It's going to be different. Come on and bless the Lord. Stand on your feet right now. I need to give an opportunity. Somebody stirred up. Somebody is remembering. Remembering that God proved that he loves them. This time, it's going to be different. Oh, come on here now. Don't you want to experience the miraculous? Hallelujah. Don't you want to experience what God has for you? God has greater things in store for you. And so we're going to get ready to give an opportunity. If you're here and you need to receive and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we're going to ask you to come.
If you're here and you need a church home, we're going to ask you to come at this time. We're going to give you an Jesus, I thank you today for ministering to my heart, to my mind, and to my spirit. I thank you for giving me an opportunity to surrender to you. I thank you for dying for my sins and rising again on the third day. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I repent for everything I've done, every ungodly act, every ungodly thought. And I thank you for loving me enough to forgive me. Thank you, Lord, for your word says that if I believe and if I confess with my mouth that you died for me, that you rose again for me, that I can be saved. Thank you, Jesus. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text gift to 1-844-948-3895. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.